When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. Okay, start of the second period. Dallas leading Calgary 2-1. Late in the first, no score between the Coyotes and the Avalanche. Late in the second period, Nashville up 3-2 on Vancouver. Philip Forsberg has scored twice, now has 24 on the season. Early in the third, Islanders leading the Senators 3-1. Late in the third, now 3-3, Penguins and Capitals. Shots are 45-22 in favor of Pittsburgh. Oilers and Capitals tomorrow right here on 6.30. Jed, 3.30 for the faceoff show. The game starts at 5. Last minute of the game going to be another loss here for the jets as the flyers lead that one three one last minute of the third period in manhattan rangers up five two now on the panthers leafs crushing the devils seven one sharks and lightning two two overtime looming with two minutes left in the third and about three and a half minutes left in boston the bruins lead the tentacle team three two the edmonton oil kings home game tomorrow Seven o'clock at Rogers Place. They will take on Medicine Hat. The Oil Kings absolutely cruising to victory in their last two games. And I am pleased to welcome to Inside Sports for the first time, Oil Kings forward and Surtif. Justin, you're on with Reed. How are you doing? Good. How are you, Reed? I'm doing very well. It is great to have you on the show. Obviously, you are a relatively new member of the Edmonton Oil Kings. Uh, take us back a few weeks to the trade that brought you over from the Vancouver Giants. Like, were you expecting something to happen or, or tell us about that experience? Uh, yeah, uh, back in Vancouver after we lost uh, two games on the weekend, um, I kind of had an idea that, uh, you know, there may be some trade going on. And uh, obviously I got the uh, notification from uh, a couple guys on the team. My agent had called me prior and told me uh, kind of right before the team told me. So, uh, yeah, it all happened pretty fast, and uh, I was in Edmonton the next day for, for gaming in Prince Albert. Well, yeah, big change for for sure. If you're in kind of a, a life change as well, you're, you're from Surrey. I don't know if you were living with your parents while you were playing or living at home while you were playing with the Giants, but obviously, um, you know, pretty close to home there playing for Vancouver. What has that side of it been like? Uh, no, it's been good. Um, I built it when I was 16 and 17. Uh, and then moved back home uh, the season when I was playing for Vancouver. Obviously, in my 18-year-old season, we were uh, in a bubble, uh, living out of a hotel for uh, a few months there. But, yeah, I know this was my first year kind of living at home, and uh, it, was, it was pretty good, but I'm um, really happy with where I'm at right now. I have a sweet billet family, and I'm living with Jake Neighbors, so it's been a big bonus there. Okay, well, good. J uh, Jake, a frequent contributor to... Uh... <laughs> Inside sports himself, so I'm glad you're yeah. you're able to able to hop on tonight. Uh, and what's it been like joining a team, the Oil Kings, 
having a great season and with, let's face it, pretty high expectations as well? Oh, no, it's definitely exciting. Um, obviously, if you look at our, our team, um, I think we can, you know, go very, very far. And uh, that's the goal. Um, you know, that's the reason why I was brought in was uh, to give me an opportunity to kind of pursue a championship. And um, no, I'm really happy to, to do it with these uh, great group of guys in Edmonton. Yeah, for sure. Well, and I, I got a flashback to the last three games. You guys had a rough one a week ago tonight, an 8-1 loss to Moose Jaw. Uh, and then you won 7-0 on Saturday and 6-0 on Sunday, Swift Current and Lethbridge, respectively. Uh, the three lopsided games in a row. Uh, I mean, t- t- well, first of all, what happened against Moose Jaw? You guys don't lose a lot of games, and especially that badly. What what happened in that one, Justin? Uh, I would say we got into to penalty trouble. Um, we weren't disciplined in that game, and Moose Jaw... They've got uh, some very, very, very talented young players. So uh, they they have one of the best power plays in the league. And when you give them that many opportunities, it uh, usually doesn't go over very well. And, um, no, we, we weren't playing uh, well together as a team. Uh, not one guy was kind of going, and we discussed that. Um, I guess uh, prior to me showing up, guys felt that things were slipping a little bit uh, on and off the ice. So we kind of just uh, regrouped and refocused and obviously it showed in our past two games that uh, you know, we're, we're here to make a big playoff push. So w- winning those two games by a combined 13 nothing is that anger or just more attention to detail? Uh, I would say a bit of both. Obviously when you lose that badly, um, you know, guys are angry and they're, they're hungry to get back into another game. And uh, I think everyone was really focused for, for these uh, few games that we had on the weekend. Um, you know, we uh, were kind of playing guilty because we knew, uh, you know, we put up a stinker. And, um, yeah, I think so, a bit of both anger and uh, definitely attention to detail as well. Okay. Justin Serta from the Edmonton Oil Kings joining us tonight on Inside Sports Home Game tomorrow against Medicine Hat, oilkings.ca for the full schedule and ticket info. You're on the Canadian World Junior team. And unfortunately, the tournament didn't get finished. Um, before we talk about that, your experience finding out that you were on the team. Tell us about the moment. Uh, yeah, I guess it was a, a bit weird because um, they had those two, I guess, pre-tournament games or trial games. Um, and I was fully expecting to uh, uh, play in those. I wasn't sure how things were going to work out because they brought in uh, 30 players. So it's only enough to make one team. And I was uh, part of, I guess, the group of guys who were scratches for both of those games. And, you know, I kind of figured if they're, you know, if I'm not going to be playing in the games then I, you know, I'm assuming I made the team and uh, so did everyone else that uh, wasn't playing in those games. So uh, I kind of had an idea there. And then obviously I was told officially when we got back to the hotel that night after the second game. And, you know, it was one of the best uh, moments of my life, um, you know, just having it a, officially uh you know being named to the team uh, it's something i dreamed of as a, uh, as a kid and i watched the world juniors every christmas and uh no i was super excited to partake in that and i mean i i'll have to ask you about i suppose the feeling at the other end of the spectrum getting word that the tournament was not going to continue yeah no i was that was pretty difficult um we were in our banquet room there at the at the jw marriott and um yeah no it was it was pretty tough, tough pill to swallow when you kind of 
just hear that news yourself and then you look around and you see uh you know other guys who are my age as well um but you know they're 19 years old so it's kind of the last year to partake in the tournament and um to have that opportunity taken away um was uh, was definitely tough uh, guys were really upset. Um, it's not the only thing that's been taken away from them uh, through this COVID period. Uh, they've had a lot of other stuff canceled. So it's just, uh, yeah, no, it's definitely a difficult time. But, um, yeah, no, I, I just tried to move on from it as fast as I could. Yeah. You were drafted 87th overall, third round by the Panthers in 2020, a draft that was held in October virtually. Uh, what was your draft story? Obviously, you, you couldn't attend it. Uh, yeah, no, I was at home with friends and family, and um, I uh, I was kind of just watching the TV and uh, saw my name pop up, you know, Florida Panthers, I guess, uh, 87th pick. Um, and, uh, no, it was, uh, it was really exciting. Um, obviously, you, when, when you're drafted, unless you're kind of going in the uh, you know top three spots, uh, you're not sure where you're going to go. And um, no, to see Florida and end up getting down there and meeting everyone, talking to the the staff it's it's an amazing organization um you know just to see what they're doing right now in the league is is something that uh, i definitely want to be a part of someday and uh no i just can't wait for the future so i I know you're very focused here on what's going on with the oil kings but where do you feel you need to go what sort of parts of your game do you want to refine what stands between you and being in the nhl uh i think just uh you know it's the little things um just kind of acting like a pro you gotta work out day in and day out um during the season in the off season uh you gotta live a healthy lifestyle um and obviously you gotta put on as much weight and uh, muscle as you can um because you know the bigger you are in the nhl uh the easier it is or it does help um obviously there's some smaller players in the league that are you know super talented and um, they play different styles of, uh, of the game, but I kind of like to play a 200-foot game and a little more physicality. So uh, I definitely feel like I need to get bigger and stronger before I make that next jump. Okay, well, good for you. Now, uh, along those lines, I, I don't think anybody can doubt uh, your athleticism because you have excelled at other sports here. Um, do you have a tale about, I understand you, I don't know if you still do this, but you, you, you have a pretty good, history as a sprinter or what were you what were you good at here oh yeah um you know when i was younger i I did run track a little bit um i only uh entered into one i guess uh track meet um with my club there and ended up coming second um and that i believe was in the 200 meter uh and yeah no it was a pretty proud moment of my life um, well, I, I have a feeling you're being a little modest, though. Like, that's pretty good, provincial. T- <laughs> how, how old were you? I think I was 14. Okay. I want to say 14 years old, yeah. And what, did that ever entice you doing trying to pursue that, or was hockey always number one? Hockey was always number one, um, for sure. Track was more of a, um, just kind of mechanics of running and sprinting um, to help translate i guess into my on ice and just my agility um and my acceleration and just to help with my my overall strength and speed on the ice um and i think it did that i did notice a difference and i was really happy to to be able to have done that but um no hockey was always number one though i was never planning on pursuing a a career in track and field 
Okay. Well, see, Justin, for uh, for normal human beings like me, that sounds pretty cool. It's like, yeah, I just got into sprinting to help my hockey, and oh, by the way, I won a provincial silver medal. I assume you have like 10 holes in one in golf and all this other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wish I was a good golfer, but... <laughs> Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, this is great to get to know you a little bit here on the show. Uh, thanks so much for making time for us. Good luck tomorrow and the rest of the season, and I hope we can talk again soon. I really appreciate your time. Thanks, Reed. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Well-spoken young man, Justin Sordiff from your Edmonton Oil Kings. He was the captain of the Vancouver Giants, had 32 points in 24 games, got traded to the Oil Kings, now has four assists in four games with the Oil Kings, who are back at it tomorrow. Obviously an exciting team to watch, having a great season. 7 o'clock tomorrow at Rogers Place, home against Medicine Hat. couple road games on the weekend, and then they're home next Tuesday against Regina. Again, if, uh, if you want to check out an Oil Kings game, some of you probably have, uh, if you want to get on board, now's a great time to do it. Uh, they got all the info about the tickets and ticket specials and all that kind of stuff on their website. So uh, give them a look because you're going to have a chance to see them in the playoffs as well. So why not get to know them here while the regular season is still going on? Uh, speaking of prospects, we're going to talk a little. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. But about an Oilers prospect, Dylan Holloway, when we get back. And oh my goodness, it's going to be time to name the animal. More Leopard. I like that. Uh, Capitals and Penguins now in overtime, tied 3-3. Daniel Sprong with the tying goal for the Capitals late in the second period. The third period was scoreless. Oilers and Capitals tomorrow here on 6.30. Chad, I can also tell you that the Flames continue to trail Dallas 2-1 with about 11 minutes left in period two. Evander Kane has joined the Oilers, played two games. Could they be getting another injection into their top nine? Dylan Holloway, the Oilers' first-round pick from 2020, has now played five American Hockey League games with the Bakersfield Condors. Here's the coach of that team, Jay Woodcroft. I, I think Dylan Holloway is going to be a heck of a player. I, I think um, initially, you know, there was, uh, you know, the, the buildup of having missed some hockey over the last 10 months um, and all the work that he put in in his recovery. Um, that first game that he played, it was like he was shot out of a cannon and. Uh, and he played very well and, and made a lot of plays all over the ice. I think now um, now he's getting into the rhythm of our season, and it's becoming real uh, where it's just now you have to keep getting better each and every day. And, and you know, what I see with Dylan is a player who has a um, NHL body frame, NHL skating ability, um, and he's somebody who has great instincts about him in all three zones. For me, I 
think uh, as he works his way through the American Hockey League here, he's learning how good um, you have to be on a day day by day basis, and, and how you have to bring it each each shift, each each day, each practice, each game. And uh, he's in a great spot to continue to work at his game. He's growing that game, and um, there's lots to be excited about for sure. Yeah, uh, I mean, I know a lot of people ask, when is he going to be on the team? I, I would think he at least gets uh, a handful of more games with the Bakersfield Condors um, and see how he does and uh, see how the Oilers do or don't do without Holloway in the lineup. I mean, it was interesting last night that both Fogel and Cassian got uh, pulled out of the top nine. Now, with, with Cassian, we've obviously seen some mis- inconsistent play in the past. Uh, Fogel, you you would hope would be up there, but McLeod moved up and Derek Ryan moved up for Cassian and actually made a nice play on the goal. But he'll, uh, Holloway's a guy to to keep an eye on. Perfect, perfect world. Maybe you wouldn't need him this year, but the Oilers might. As uh, like I said earlier, if when you go by points percentage, they are just out of a playoff spot at the halfway point of their season. Okay, well, we do this every so often here on Inside Sports. It's really the only thing that keeps me coming into work is the hope that just one day, just one day, uh, we're going to do Name the Animal. So here's how this works if you're new to Name the Animal. Uh, This started when uh, the uh, team known as the Elks didn't have a name, but we knew that Elks was a possibility, and Kellen played the sound of an elk, and I had no idea an elk sounded sounded like that. So we start doing this now where Kellen goes to the 630 Ched animal sanctuary located uh, just to the north of the 630 Chad broadcasting compound and depending on the size and demeanor of the animal he either brings the animal back to the uh, control room or he records the sound of the animal and then plays it for me and then i have to guess i, I have to name the animal based on its sound now for you listening at home in your vehicles sitting on the toilet wherever you can help me you can text me tweet me email me yell really loud uh, but it's not a contest. You can't win. It's purely for entertainment and, more importantly, educational purposes. Because this show is a substitute for school if your son or daughter didn't go to school today. This counts as having attended school. All right, Kellen, I am now ready to attempt to name the animal. Well, fun, too. You forgot fun. That's a whole important... I said element. entertaining and educational. Yeah, fun, but... Entertainment is fun. Yeah, there were, well, most of the time, entertainment is fun. Sometimes well, entertainment can, it can be, can be a little, uh, you know. But, all right, here we go. Ready to name the animal in three, two, and one. It's a bull. No. It's a tiger. That's it. You got it. Yes, I got Second it. Second guess. Yes. Happy Lunar New Year. <laughs> oh, I was if that's appropriate. It is the year of the tiger. It is. Uh, as of today. And I was born in a year of the tiger in 1974. How appropriate. It's a good thing you got it there because this is what happens later in the tape. <laughs> well, yeah, that. Yeah, that. That's uh, about a minute in. <laughs> should've, should've, does he attack somebody? Is it like. Yes, that is, uh, uh, he jumps, he's in a cage and he jumps at the cage and the dude holding the uh, camera uh, decides to exit uh, stage left as uh, a famous cartoon character once said. So, See, I, I would think that these animals would be quite upset to be photographed and videotaped all day. I would find that annoying if it was 
happening to me. There was a social media ban, and the tiger didn't like it. So there we go. Yes, that's right. The tiger asked to be off social media during those hours, <laughs> and he correct. didn't like it. Well, that is, I believe, uh, one of my top three performances for Name the Animal. I got well Walrus done. on the first guest, first guest. Uh, I believe there was another animal I got pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. This is the second uh, quickest. So you got this it on is, the second this try. Is a, so so this is a historic day to start the year of the tiger. I get tiger, and I, I myself was born in the uh, year of the tiger, I believe. And then there's different tigers depending on what you – I think I'm a, I'm a wood tiger mm. or something like that. So I'll have to look up what Quick my uh, characteristics. Quick trivia for Reed Wilkins. Oh, do uh, it. Quiz for yeah, Wilkie. What uh, junior B team out in the Lakeland is named to tigers? Oh, Vermilion. That's easy. There you go. Vermilion Tigers. Uh, yeah, I used to cover them all the time. They were fun to talk to. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, quickly here, just some of the scores. Halfway through the second period, Dallas leading Calgary 2-1. Early in the third, the Canucks trail the Predators 4-2. Senators down 4-1 to the Islanders late in the third. The Capitals have won in overtime. Orloff gets the winner at 417 of OT. So Capitals, Oilers tomorrow on 630. Ched, face-off show at 330, game at 5. Bob Stoffer has Oilers now from noon to 2 tomorrow. Maple Leafs finish off the Devils, a 7-1 crushing in that game. Dave Campbell is the producer of the show. Kellen Kennedy, your studio producer. My name's Reed. Thanks for listening. 630 Ched, Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Ched.